What's up, everybody? This is the Inspired Creativity Podcast. But you know that because you clicked on the link. I'm Joe Longo, and today I'm here with Kate Fretton. Hi, Joe. Hi, Kate. We're in my kitchen. We are. It's actually a lovely little spot you have here, I have to say. I love it. And I, it, it, I feel very much, you know, Mark, because, and I said this in today's podcast, Mark Marin has the WTF podcast that he does in his garage. Oh, uh, you do this in your kitchen. I do it in my kitchen. I mean, it's like, do you need coffee, tea, water? What do you need? There's great sunlight. I'm happy to be here. Thanks right. for having me. And bananas and things. Yeah, there are bananas and healthy alternatives like iced tea and lemonade. Unsweetened. Called Arnold Palmer. It is the Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. So, Katie, what's going on? You know, I just came out of the Wizahick and it's gorgeous in there right now. It is. Absolutely beautiful. And I... We had talked about doing this today, and I purposely went to the Wizahicken first because I was like, that's the medicine. Like, go be with a tree, and then go do your next thing. Mm. So I'm here from, like, the hint of fall turning. Took my dog. We were just we were just chilling. It was the two of us, and um, we're here. And you're here. Yeah. And it's very much more like a summer day than a fall day. It's totally a summer day. Nobody knows what to do with it. There's people, like, they're crazy sauce right now, but it's okay because when you're down by the creek, you're like, there's a bird. Here's some water. I saw somebody painting a waterfall. Oh, isn't that nice? That is nice. Mm-hmm. Really, I kind of was like, that's sort of what you want to do, right? You set up your easel. <clears throat> All these people are running up and down Forbidden Drive. This woman is painting her waterfall, and she's having a great time. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was a nice day. So what are we talking about today? Manifestation? We talked was that, about... Is that what it was? Yeah, I think we said to talk about manifestation because, you know, I'm also a little getting a little much on that word, you know, like... Sometimes we're like, oh, I'm manifesting, oh. and my voice goes up, you know, uh-huh. when I say uh-huh. that I'm manifesting. Right. Because um, we've also talked about people outside of the yoga wellness world. They just schedule and do things, but when you're in the yoga world, you're always manifesting mm-hmm. things. But, and I maybe we've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure I definitely brought this up on some of the other podcasts. But we ne- when we when shitty things happen in our life, mm-hmm. we're never like, oh, I manifested that. No, no, manifesting no. only means we're great. It's like Hello Kitty, like uh-huh. I, you know what I mean. But uh-huh. When shit comes, it's like totally somebody else's responsibility. And we're the other thing I don't like when people say is like, I know it's not my stuff I'm processing; it's somebody else's. I'm like, oh, <laughs> or okay. it's yours, or it's yours. It, it too. might be yours. Yeah, you and know. you may have manifested that pile of shit. <laughs> But That's the we'll, thing. we'll leave it there. I think, you know, I guess we would have, I think that would be the call to action is um, taking responsibility that you manifest everything and that it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Like, like we're here. We're, we've all got the stuff. You right. know what I mean? So we do all have the stuff. We don't have to pretend like, what is it? Like everyone poops or something like that. No, seriously. Like everyone. Yeah. Has it's a book, right? Pan- yeah. Like a is business book. book. I remember be. when I was in, in that world. My one boss got us a book, and I was like, everybody poops. Or maybe don't step in the poop. Or maybe like, pick up the poop. I don't where's know. Where's my cheese? Don't poop. Because there's another one is where's my cheese, which nah. has nothing to do with poop. But I wouldn't be surprised if there is a book that's like that. You're right, because the cheese would probably block you up. <laughs> no? I think when you're manifesting, you go off dairy anyway. You should yeah. go off there. Yeah, you should go off there, poor cows. Okay. Um, so another interesting thing, well, there's two little topics to kind of go with this because totally. I'm doing the 40-day prosperity yes. meditation again. Yes, I'm really glad to see that. Actually, that was really powerful the last time. It was. Yeah, I'm it, hopping in. I'm a little late. But it's that's okay. normally how I run is yeah. We know that. And that's all right. We're only on day eight. It's, you're only a week late. <laughs> late Kate. It's perfect. It, it's for, for decades. It, 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 it's perfect. <laughs> Um, but someone in the group asked, 
how do you deal with the highs and the lows? And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not the only one that experiences. Mm-hmm. And especially when I think we're doing the meditation, it happens. Like you, you get these really high highs probably right after you do the meditation. And then something little happens and you're like, ooh, totally. it's working. And then nothing happens for like two days. And then you're like, oh, oh right. why isn't this happening? We don't really have stamina or resilience anymore. That's right. one thing. But what is popping into my mind... So I don't really want to talk about all the manifestation thing. Thank you for letting me go off on that. Um, I remember actually Corey mm-hmm. had mentioned, he does the pranic healing. But the definition that he had from his teacher was like, you better clear out your stuff because as soon as you start to bring in more energy, it like energy doesn't just go for the good stuff. It like If you're calling in more energy, it's going to amplify like where you're strong and where your wound is. So mm-hmm. a lot of times if you start doing manifesting stuff and you feel like you're not good enough to get it, like you might bring a really bright light onto the part that you're pretending that you don't have. Right, exactly. I say I that a, part like, of it. it's kind of when people fall in love with Ganesh because he's the remover of the obstacles. Right. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna pate namaha. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, I'm removing the obstacles. But before that happens, they're presented with even more obstacles. Well, because you have to admit that there are obstacles that you need to be built up to go around, which I know you know. And thank mm-hmm. you for letting me be the person that oh, said this. Yeah. Like, I know we're in the same mindset of it, but I think that's part of it for sure. And And then this is kind of like, well, I, we talked about earlier. I, I'm going to name drop because yeah, I, name I drop, drop it, drop it. So up. Marina Patrice, who is um, a yoga therapist, but she also works in the world of academia and is like really someone who has like done her own work on herself. Aside from if anyone ever knew it, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you sit and talk to somebody, like oh, you just keep making yourself a better person. So Marina definitely does that. She was the one that mentioned the quote to me about um, Tony Robbins. There's two name droppings. But the quote was, your wants aren't met, your standards are. Right. I watched that video Isn't that good? It was so good. So So good. And I think that's the key to the manifesting because it's like, if you want, 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 but you're like, you know, my dad never loved me, so I'm not cool enough. Then it doesn't matter how much you want because you don't think you're good enough to have all the things. Mm -hmm. And I use a parental example just to be trite, but we all kind of have those like hitches in there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of why it's good to do the yoga and have a practice so you can kind of like have a dustpan and cleaning up stuff instead of like not doing anything and then like lighting dynamite and wondering why everything got. And I kind of feel like that. It, it was great for me to hear that and to listen to it because there's been, for the last eight years, been like, if I can just get by this month, if right. I can get like two more clients so I can pay my bills, that'd be neat. And it's kind of, I feel after I listen, I'm like, I totally have fallen into that. Like, if I can just get by. Me too. And, I think that's why, why we were talking about manifesting. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason, see, the thing is though, when you say the eight years, that's for both of us around the time we left the traditional world, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So it's almost like, okay, you're allowed to leave the world and do what you love, but you better not be so greedy to like live easily and thrive and help other people. Like I think that might be part of what mm-hmm. um, isn't going on in my mind with manifesting or like where I've had hiccups and stuff. Right. And, you know, I'm sure my mom will probably listen to this. I love you, mom. But I think growing up... <laughs> There was a lot of, you know, because my parents had their own uh, own business and it was really the same. And there was an army oh. of us, but it was really like that same thing that was just like, it wasn't anything they did on purpose, but I had eyes and ears and I'm able to see right. what's happening. And when business was slow, 
I knew business was slow, you know? And it's like, just how can we get by? How can we get by? Oh, fascinating. And and it's literally, I feel like it's been like that my whole life. So it's like, how do you strip that away? Like, cause we're all like in the yoga world. Oh, well just let it go. Take an inhale and let it go. But but how the fuck do you just let it go? That's well that when it's a part of your identity, which is what Tony Robbins's language was so great was because, which is true when you have an injury, your body holds on to like the protective mechanisms of that because it's really scared of getting hurt again. And like Mm -hmm. that's kind of our thought pattern process. So we put a lot of energy to hold on to identities that we don't want, right? Mm -hmm. Like like when he said that, that was like, oh my God, that's true. Because I can see that in other parts of my life. And it's interesting what you say about the parents. Uh, I love you parents. (laughs) We love all the parents. Is that um, I grew up in corporate. So it was like there was plenty of money when my parents got older, but nobody liked what they were doing. Mm. So I think for me, it's like, well, if they didn't like what they were doing, why should I like what I'm doing? Right. And so if, and it's like, I remember one of my relatives that was really influential with me was always said, are you working hard? And are they paying you in American dollars? Like every time I saw them. So all that got imprinted was linear, hard work. Didn't ask if you liked what you were doing or if you felt fulfilled by it. So... Yeah, those are some of the things it, it, that are. It's interesting that, that that you brought that up because with me it was almost the opposite because my parents had the, their own business, and my older brother was kind of, was around, and I remember one day it was like a Tuesday, uh-huh. and everyone was just hanging out. It was like lunchtime, and oh, everyone wow. was just hanging out. And I remember like that, like just a feeling of freedom, even though my dad would work his ass off. It was a Tuesday afternoon and everyone's just kind of hanging out, talking, maybe doing some working on a race car in the garage or something that they had. And I remember thinking like, this is the coolest thing because it's a Tuesday afternoon. And this is okay. It's amazing. They can't see the shock on my face that you can see right now. Mm -hmm. And the reason part of the reason this is so shocking. I'm going to to drop another name because why not? Do you remember Elliot? Yeah. Okay. Way back in the day, I was a high school teacher. Right. And he said, can't you just take off a Tuesday? And I was like, people don't take off Tuesdays. Because I was programmed that you don't have a life between Monday and Friday and you mm-hmm. cram everything in. So it's so interesting. I never even thought about having the freedom. That was a really big thing for me is like to have the freedom to do things. And I've even caught a little bit of slack from some people I'm related to that drop comments like, you know, if you are working. I'm like, if I, I'm never not working. Like right. that's the thing is I'm never not working. and But I don't clock in like you guys do from Monday to Friday. Right. You and might not see me at 10 p.m. sitting... Totally doing work because you're just like well how can you go to the gym at noon (laughs) how can that be right or when people are like i'm sorry you're working on sundays and i'm like oh i'm sorry i'm not even i work sundays now but that's a choice because i have a child and we don't want to put him in daycare so for me i actually feel really lucky to have that freedom and i don't feel like oh it's sunday right so it's interesting Mm -hmm. that's interesting about the day imprints um Especially that you grew, I, I didn't put together, even though I knew that, about you growing up with a family with a small business. So it's interesting for people listening, like, mm-hmm. what imprinted they have, you know? Right. Was there a freedom or not? Yeah. It's, it, it's That's very interesting. very interesting. And, like, I, I'm sure I was in elementary school, but I was like, this is the coolest thing. Like, everyone's kind of here. And I, you know, it's one of those yeah. things that I enjoy about this. Totally. But I also see all of these other imprints that happened as well. Well, then the other part is, which I think I'm starting to realize is like, and I mean this in like a, a, a broadening of the horizon of what is the appropriate compromise, right? Because mm-hmm. you're really not going to get everything if 
it's kind of like that sometimes people when they're manifesting they say like this is what i want or better you know uh-huh. and the idea is that you might actually have limitations in your highest vision you know mm-hmm. so i think what i'm getting at is that like maybe your schedule would change but you would have more freedom financially like i think there has to be compromises in some sure ways. And sometimes we're so attached to what we don't want to compromise on, we we block the manifestation, which is mm-hmm. sort of like, didn't Regina say something? What Regina well, what, had a- Gina, Regina asked, what happens when what you manifest actually comes to life? Like be it a job, a boyfriend, more money. What, what, mm-hmm. what do you do with it then? Then what? Well, I think you have a moment of pause and incredulousness and faith mm-hmm. and and then a new desire is born right it's like we and not that we always want more things but it's like at the next level what is the the next level to get to yeah like life wants to be lived it's not a linear thing everything everything in nature is moving in a spiral mm-hmm. and let me let me what? let me pull up that question, question just to make sure we're getting it yeah what if you dreamed it you got it and then didn't know what to do with it. Oh, didn't know, didn't what, know to what to do, do with, with it. it. Yes. That was the piece. Well, I guess there's two ways to look at that part of the question. Didn't know what to do with it because you were in shock, which is, I'm guessing, not where she was going. Or didn't know what to do with it because once you got it, you didn't want it. Like you were... Right. Is it Abraham Hicks? Mm-hmm. Talks about like who you were when you started your desire and like how long it takes for you to to, to lessen the resistance for it to arrive, mm-hmm. and that we should be glad that we don't manifest instantaneously. Like there's a reason we're in a split right. Time it's like the, the the secret that silly part where they're like, what if I ma- manifest an elephant and then that they have the elephant come <laughs> charging through the through the building. Like, right. It's funny because back. Last week I shared my like throwback Thursday was an old photo of me singing in a band when I used to sing in the band yeah. in, in the nineties. What that was that wasn't last week. Go ahead, keep going. Anyway, singing it. sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but that band, not that we were any good, but there was a song that we wrote. I think it was that band, but it was all about like wanting the girl, mm. and then you get the girl, and then you realize you don't want the fucking girl. <laughs> It's the same kind of thing, I think. You it's know, the so, same so it's like thing. maybe you know that might be it. Like you, you're like, oh, I really didn't want what I think I, what I thought I wanted. So this is not my original thought, but mm-hmm. I remember someone saying to to focus on manifesting is like, where are you manifesting from? Mm. Right? Are you manifesting from an excavated place where you've gotten rid of some of the thought patterns that weren't yours, or like? Are you manifesting from like, I want this because I need the validation of another. So like those right. manifestations, when they come to you, will kind of be still lacking because mm-hmm. you're not manifesting from like, it's pretty tricky. If you look at the, maybe one of the purest prayers of like to be a vessel or to like be, be your fullest self that you might not be able to imagine if you're, and if you're, if your lexicon or your belief structure would accept, like be where the divine wants to put you. Mm-hmm. That sounds beautiful on a card. <laughs> <laughs> but that it is does. Not it is a beautiful hallmark oh, card. It is a Namisha frame it, but that does not always sit easily in in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it could mean something really good comes, and it could also mean like the prayer is answered in a way that uh, prepares you for the next step of things. So I think where you're manifesting from, and I think if you are learning the manifestation through the Instagram and everything about what you're doing lasts about thirty two seconds. <laughs> 
you're just not going to get past the secret where you get the freaking car spot and you think that you're a fucking guru. You right. know, you're not. Right, exactly. You're, you're just not. Exactly. So I'm going to name drop now. Okay. There's this young man that I've been following on YouTube. His name's Jake Ducey. Oh, you told me about him before. Yeah. I'm going to And he's right got now. these like hypnotizing blue eyes. Okay. Um, but some of his things, it's like, you're manifesting why? You know, so it's like, I want to manifest this amount of money oh. because so I can do this. Totally. So you're putting a reason with it, you know. So on my refrigerator over there, you can see December 1st, 2018, $75,000. I can see that. Yeah. And it's not that I just want twenty five or sorry, $75,000. It's not that I just want $75,000. I want $75,000 so I can keep creating, so I can keep doing things like this, so I can keep sharing what I want to do and uplift the world. Not just so I can be like, I got fucking $75,000. Right. right. No, so I can keep living, paying my bills, get caught up with life and have the freedom to not worry and just create freely. You know, that's so it's like that's freedom. that's ultimate freedom. The the intention. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't want to manifest money. I want to ma- manifest money so I can do what I feel I've been put on this planet to do. And you know, when we were talking, I agree with you, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the people that we may not have all similar people in common, but we travel in a very similar circle where people are more interested in the quality of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they're um, a yoga teacher, a painter, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They like want to do the thing they love to do. So what I'm wondering is how do we bring back in that like real simple aspect of like, Oh, I'm just doing it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I think sometimes when you're in the world of like, you, you've learned a little bit about energy. Sometimes you can get caught up in like the energetics of things and you, it, the actions of things can become more difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of tricky. I'm not sure, you know. And a lot of things happen um, when the res- when you're worn down in the resistance of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're doing a lot of the actions. You're you're the pot. Your podcast's on Spotify now. How, it how, is. What what is that? What's that mean? What does that? It just means it's easier for people to listen to. That's kind of really you know, cool. Isn't you, it? Uh, like if you have the Spotify app, it's great. Where you know if you're an Apple, you have to use the Apple app. If you're an Android, you have to use the Android app. Right. And then once it finds like the Spotify gods were like, okay, you can be here now. Now you just click on Spotify, find the podcast, and there you go. Well, that's actually it's, a you huge can hit moment. follow. And you know it stays in your little you know where your playlists are. Like it'll be right over in that section every week. Every time there's a new one, it's right there. So, so it's super easy for everyone to listen okay, to. Well, so we're on Spotify now. Oh, well, that's fantastic, Spotify. <laughs> um, congratulations on that. Thank you. That's huge. And today we just hit uh, a thousand downloads. Stop which, it! Which is like, I know it's oh, it's not a big number, but it's a big number. It's a couple zeros. Well, you know what I mean? But when you look at like, I, you know, because I'm a Don't huge compare. Joe Rogan fan, yeah, it's like, I mean, he's getting like seven million downloads an episode. But he had to have a thousand before he had he seven, did. seven right, million. Right, exactly. But I'm thinking, like, just to counterpoint myself, like, like getting on Spotify is an action that was, cl- like, a partnership of your energetics, paying attention to energetics, cleaning your internal an- landscape, and doing action, right? Mm-hmm. You weren't like, how am I going to get on Spotify and not learning how to podcast, setting up this beautiful spot we're sitting in right now with your photography, and you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. inviting people and being ready, like... People, you can't see this right now, but when you walk in, there's a table that is like ready for a podcast. You know, you've made yourself available. That's my computer. Calling you, saying that my, your photos it, are ready? Well, because I'm Apple. I, I ring everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> I don't like it. 
Uh, anyway, so but yeah, and I like everyone that I've been talking to about the the podcast. Like, it's a long. This is a long game. Like, it's not gonna blow up overnight. Mm-hmm. I know that, but I'm gonna keep getting better at it. And the thing with Joe Rogan, I go back and listen to his first podcasts, oh, and they're smart. horrible. Okay, that's they very are so smart. bad. You know, and it, but it's like, oh, well, this is where he started. Granted, it was eight years ago. Whatever. It eight was still. Years ago. It was still bad. Right. Correct. Cor- correct. <laughs> I like beer. <laughs> Sorry, that's an that inside joke. joke. Um, I'm sure you know what we're talking about, though. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that. No, not at all. No, I will go off. Yeah, me too. Um, but it's interesting that you just said eight years ago because he start like we were just talking about that as your time right. frame. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're listening, I think I want to say this too. Like, how when people are listening and they want to have a comment. <coughs> how can they send sorry I coughed how can they send a comment well they can comment when I share this on Facebook they okay. could I believe there's a comment section on like Spotify the actual no uh, like the Lisbon page my hosting service I think you can comment on there I mean you can you know people you can all send me direct emails, messages right? emails yeah. joelongophotography.com because it's like this is an interesting conversation like what is a healthy way to see manifesting what is the balance between elbow grease and internal landscape and I think knowing you for as many years as I have we both have seen each other go through like until the internal landscape changes nothing changes mm-hmm. right like through whether it was photography or becoming a high school teacher or moving to Hawaii or dropping out of the technology field or like coming back or, you know, there's just been a lot of different things. And I know that to be true. Mm-hmm. That the internal landscape is where the miraculous occurs. It just is. Right. But everything has to everything. become into alignment. It's interesting because today at the gym, Osai, the owner of the gym, uh-huh. they're doing uh, like a 10 day cleanse. Yeah. I go to Fit Academy. If you want a, a good workout, you should check them out. Um, name dropping. Well, why not? Is and, that why I have a microphone <clears throat> to drop things? So they're, do- <laughs> so they're doing a 10 day cleanse. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm just asking what's it all about. Uh-huh. And because it's been, this is the fourth month that I've been going to the gym. How and do you I feel? I feel strong. That's awesome. But I still have my inner tube, you know, like I still have. Like, I've dropped five pounds. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But it's not where I would like to be. Right. And he was like, oh, well, sure. Well, that all happens in the kitchen. And it's like, everything has to be in alignment. Right. I can work as hard as I want in the gym and kill myself in there. But if I come home and eat like shit, it's not going to do anything. Sure, my right. muscles, you know, some of them will look great. But others won't because there will be a layer well, of... The junk that I'm putting in my body. Well, so it's stop it. But yeah. well, sure, of course, stop it. Right. Well, that's why I was inquiring about the ten day cleanse and what it's all about. You know, so I can get like I have to do things like that so I fall into the pattern that I need to be in. You know what I mean? Oh my like god, manifesting. 100%. Like you have to sit down and meditate and focus and and do all of those things. Same thing if you want to get healthy. You have to do all the things. I can't just do, I can't half-ass my diet but bust my ass in the gym because it's not going to line up. It's just not going to be in sync. 
that's I think you just gave the metaphor for all of manifesting and the reason I said stop it there's there was a joke there was an old video of like where you yeah, go, yeah okay that, yes exactly so just so you know I wasn't just telling him to stop it if you're it's listening Bob, Bob Newharp yeah and yeah. you go in and you, and he, you pay him five dollars and just tells you to stop it because that's the truth right everything we want to change really is one choice mm-hmm. but it's interesting what you said because you're like I could go to the gym but unless I change the kitchen and when you were saying that about the kitchen I was thinking about like Agni the digestive fire not mm-hmm. just what you eat, but what you consume with your emotions, right? So like, that's it. Like, you can be going to yoga class and wearing a mala and doing all the things, but if your self-talk tape isn't there, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And and transpose that for gym and going into Wall Street or, you know, whatever. So I think that's really the key to manifesting. And I think the, I mean, just listening to you in this moment is like, what is it that we're consuming that we don't know that we're consuming, right? Right. And a good example is, because mm-hmm. I am, um, somebody said this about that guy that's in charge, I refuse to say his name, um, that he brings out the worst in people, not the best in people. And when the hurricane was coming, whenever mm-hmm. that was, mm-hmm. uh, something happened with my cable and I don't have the weather channel anymore. Oh, interesting. So I was watching CNN just to keep up on the hurricane. Right. But... Uh, Having CNN on, I'm hearing all the other, other stuff that you and without have. even realizing, I'm getting annoyed with everything. Yep. And I'm like, I just want to find out about the hurricane, not everything else. Mm-hmm. But it was like just because of that was coming in, right. it was affecting everything else. It's a great metaphor. It's totally so it's, true. Like we really, it sounds silly. Most like growing up, I remember my mom saying stuff about the music that people listen to. I'm yep. like, whatever. But I, and I really just thought it was like, oh, because it's this, you know, Christian don't listen. But it really like I notice now, like if I listen to Damien Rice, who I love. Sad. So sad. <laughs> I love him too, but I got to like turn so, him down. Right? She's like, all right, I can do one Damien Rice song today. That's it. No more. But then if I put on Jason Mraz that, you know, sings these totally. love songs, but it's like they're silly and mm-hmm. uplifting. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. there, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. If I put Tool on, I'm like, wow, I want to go just rage. I always use Macklemore. When I can't get my mind out, like I put on a, a like a good, like mm-hmm. fun Macklemore song and I'm like, okay, let's go do this. Like it's, right. a, it's a very, it's a, music is a huge shifter. My mom told me the same thing too. You can't listen, to, you can't sing lyrics that are not, mm-hmm. and they're right. Right. And you get to a certain age to realize that even though younger people have new horizons, there are just some truths about the human form. Mm-hmm. They were right. What you right. what you consume, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> that was big. I mean, I don't know big about what, but... It was a great ramble. It was a great little ramble. Um, so what do we think about... I mean, so the manifesting. So how, why... Oh, because of your last prosperity manifestation, mm-hmm. I think it was last year, we also did that for 40 days in our house. That was great. And then it was almost like we realized like we needed to take a break. Right. Because there's like you're, you're generating so much energy, you almost need to like have time to integrate it before mm-hmm. you just like, can't always be on that output, right? Or right. the young stuff. Right. So why would we jump in the prosperity manifestation? You're using the kundalini technology with us? I am. We're doing the prosperity meditation number two. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the name of it. I always oh, just fantastic. thought it was called the prosperity meditation. Um, that uses the har mantra, pronounced HUD. HUD. When to pull the navel in and up and HUD. the circles. And the circles. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm, I do that because I've been doing it from the beginning and it, it works. Right. And it's probably just like a placebo. Doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, it puts me into that habit 
that structure of waking up every morning before I do anything. I literally moved the meditation pillow from like my actual meditation space and put it right at the end of my bed. So I wake up, I pee, and I sit right on my pillow. That's brilliant. And before I leave my room. I mean, that's setting up a successful habit right there. But I have to do it that way. If I don't, I'll come down, I'll make coffee, I'll just go about my, my day. So and then all of a sudden I'm that. like, oh, wow, I need to do this. And then I turn that three minutes, it I make it feel like it's going to be like 10,000 like, years. Yeah, like you can't do laundry because <laughs> right. you have to do that three-minute meditation and that's right. just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I just felt, like most things, like I needed it. Mm-hmm. And I figured there's a group of people that did it with me last year. The Facebook group is still there. Why not just say, hey, who wants to do it? Because it's, I think it's just more fun doing it with a group of people. Just knowing that even if there's only eight people in the group of 300 that are actually doing it, at least me and those eight people are doing it. Still a community. Right. What is it where two or more are gathered? Right. Exactly. No matter what your perspective of source is, mm-hmm. where two or more are gathered, um, even like... If you're if you wanting to just go walking and hold yourself accountable, if you're walking with another friend, you're like, oh, I can't cancel because they're gonna meet me. Like it's, mm-hmm. a, a community is an accountability mechanism, but it's also fun. Right, it is. It's like fun. you get to share the joy, and you know, there's other people that are like. Plus, energetically, you're creating like a grid, and you're all working together. Mm-hmm. You can Google that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're wondering about the the meditation, you can just go to my website and click on 40 day meditation. And just yeah. hop in the group. Because you can hop in now, right? Because there, yeah, there's no... Out, like, next week it doesn't matter, does it? No. Yeah. We'll just keep going. You know, when our 40 day ends, you just keep going eight more days. Right. That's all or you have to do. however many more days you want to keep yeah, going. Yeah, you can keep going even further than that. Yeah. Um. What else do we have going? Like, do we think that we covered the manifestation aspect? Well, this is one thing. Because I've also joined... Name drop. Good. Alex Tripod. It's an interesting name. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem I'm, real. I'm sorry. Alex. But she wrote a book uh, called Raising Your Vibration. It's all about manifesting. And it popped up on my Facebook, like 21-day manifest, manifestation group. I'm like, oh, I'll try right. this. You were telling me. Because you're in resonance. Like, as soon as you're in the field, things mm-hmm. come into your field. Okay, so. So I thought I will join this group of people that are doing this right. to get a different... Sure. vibe because it's not really like any kind of meditations it's just like set intentions write things down be accountable for yourself right but one of the things that uh she said was be specific and don't make a list of a thousand things that you want to manifest right maybe one or two and leave it at that and let that happen and then after those things come into your life then put something else on the list but don't put don't have a list of like 10 things that you want to manifest because how how are you going to do that yeah and would you even be receptive to that right like you know what like you can't accomplish 10 things in one day anyway or mm-hmm. a week so it's almost like a self-sabotage to have like a really long list and be like oh it doesn't work you know and what it I was mean? really great for me because i feel that i have been doing that not that my lists were really long but it was like it was a list right of things and now it just got shortened down one thing one thing um Going back to, I think what you had said earlier about like not just praying for money, it's the tonality of the prayer and what you would do with it because that's right. what you can feel. Because if you yeah. pray for more money, more to someone who's making $60,000 and more to somebody who's making $100,000, it's more. You know what right. I mean? There's no, there's no difference. And I think Abraham Hicks also said that as well. Like you need to 
let God, the universe, whatever it is that you connect with, know like the reason. Why do you want to manifest this? Right. And how are you then going to give back well, after it. you receive? And that's the thing. You have to keep keep it keep it going. And the, yesterday, so every week I'm doing a Facebook Live in the manifestation group. Oh, and fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't seen it. God, it's it's okay. <laughs> um, but you know, yesterday I talked about gratitude. And I was like, make a gratitude list. Every well, morning when you wake up. That's powerful. It is. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally changes things. I think that adds like a like a, a booster shock to the whole process. Have you heard why that works? One of the re- oh, I shouldn't say it that way. I don't know the only reason, but one thing I found really fa- fascinating was that there were neurologists that looked at why gratitude journaling actually works. Oh. And it's be- and it was in this movie Happy, which was mediocre at mm-hmm. best. But in 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 the uh, movie, they talked about Say you do yours at the end of the day or beginning day, whatever. You're going to say, I'm looking for five things. And one of the importance is it's really small. You're supposed to do like, my latte was good or like the sun was shining. And if you don't have five, your mind is like, oh, we don't, we don't have, excuse me, we don't have five. And then if you go back the next day and you don't have them, the mind will st- is actually eager to achieve and complete a task. So your perspective starts to change. And through the day, your mind is looking for things to capture as a catalog to fulfill your gratitude journal. So you're literally changing your perception. Isn't that cool? It is cool. So if you're a complaining complainer sin, that's why you always have something to complain about. Right. Did you ever see the video of the little little boy? He's like, if you're good at, if you practice worry, you'll become very good at worry. If you practice complaining, you'll become very good at complaining. If you practice gratitude, you'll become very good at being grateful. And he, like, he goes off on all these things. And he's like this five-year-old little kid. And it's so powerful because it it's makes so much sense. It's like you practice all of those things that you don't want. That's what's right. going to happen. But once you flip that switch and start practicing and being thankful, the good things start happening. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, I'll try to find it and link yeah, it link that. somewhere. Maybe put it in your prosperity group. Yes. That would be a good that's, place that's to put a good, that. That's a good place mm-hmm. to put it. You're so smart. Um, t- <laughs> Tara Moore, um, playing big as opposed to playing small mm-hmm. on purpose, she had a meditation in her book, which I thought was fantastic. And you sit and then like, since it's in there, she has you connect to like a beam of light and like go up kind of in the heavens and like step over a little bit and you see a larger beam of light and you come down and the, and where you come down in is your mentor self. It's yourself mm. 20 years from now and you sit with him or her and you just, where are they? What are they dressed in? What do you, know, do they have anything to tell you? Ask them any questions that you want. It's surprisingly powerful and simple, and then one of the activities you can do from that is like from that meditation, you know, um, like maybe pick a day out of your calendar or one day a week, like uh, order the lunch your future self would eat. Wear the clothes. Mm-hmm. Act one day as your future self. Where would, for my case, where would she want to go? You know, mm-hmm. as opposed to like one day I'll be able to buy the blah, blah, blah or blah, blah, blah. Like, and she says you can, you know, you don't have to have the money. If it's a, it's a money thing, you could just go have lunch in the neighborhood that you want to be a part of. Or if you're inspired by a different community of um, performers or artists, like you go to the museum, like mm-hmm. and you go there. At, so it's cultivating that energy, which is you. It's cool, huh? That is cool. Tara, yeah, she's really cool too. Tara Moore, N O H. I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll pull it up and I'll put it in your prosperity group. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I think this is actually, just this conversation alone has been helpful for me. I mean, Same. I've had one of those days of, it wasn't like I said, I've lived a universe, you know, like you just, a lot of things are happening. And I, and the success for to me today was I was like, oh, that's fascinating. Instead of being like, that's good or bad. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is fascinating. And then to come here, which is also part of the practice, right? Of mm-hmm. creating resonance and um, being with like-minded people. So this, this this is fantastic. I wish you guys could see the microphones. I'm really happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really having fun with the I, microphones. I, 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 I feel bad that I didn't, you know, record video for this just oh. because of the microphones. I'll do it again. Don't worry. I know. Wait, hey, hey, you know, because I have, I am also not that I, you know, I said I'm just, you know, have this one thing that I'm manifesting, but I also do have like uh, a vision in my head of what I want this to look like. When you say wait, wait. this with the big arm movement that you just did, mm-hmm. is that's our dog's plan? Uh, yeah, that was a lot. Um, is that I've got this? an actual podcast studio, and it doesn't mean oh. that it has to be somewhere else, but just like a dedicated space. Mm-hmm. Um, like I see it in my in my mind's eye of the way I want it set up. I um, for myself and some of the things that I'm in. So I have, like I was saying, the word alignment is actually what's in my mantra right now to uh, commanding my subconscious to be in alignment with my highest service as a mommy practitioner, mother, and partner. Wow. Can yeah. you say that again a little bit slower? Sure. I command. This is also from that Tony Robbins thing, so you should we should post that too into your prosperity yeah. group because it's really good. Um, I command my subconscious to bring me into alignment, but I think I say divine alignment, um, in ultimate service as the best mommy practitioner, mother, and partner. Because that's really all I want to. I thought those are the only categories I want to be playing with in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like the ho- like like when I think about a home or like a place of that would would contain some of the, the attributes of that. Like there is a particular aspect that instead of worrying about how or where, I just tune into the color of the tile that I can see in one of the rooms. It's always the same color. No, I'm not telling you because I think everyone <laughs> wants to tell everything, and there's right. some things you really need to kind of keep, mm-hmm. you know tucked in because they're still seedlings and they right. need to be tucked close to your heart. So you can share, I, I would give that um, as a piece of advice that nobody has asked for, but if you're like thinking of manifesting and then you get sad when people don't see your vision, it probably means that your vision is, is tender enough that it needs to just be held by your boundary mm-hmm. and not shared with the world. That's right. an important piece. And going back to the uh, meditation group, the, the prosperity meditation using the mantra har, it, it's a seed like you're planting the seed of creation that you want to bring to life so yeah and and there's a lot of different schools of thoughts where people are like share what you want to manifest or it won't happen and other people are like don't tell (laughs) be quiet it'll never happen if you tell another soul but then you know i think it's a little bit of both like i think oh i agree with that like you can go really big and be like this is the big but you don't have to go into like the color of the tile I totally agree with that. And I think I think the right answer is where your particular growth edge is. I right. think that's a great distinction. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic distinction. Sorry, but yeah, I just made a hand motion. Sorry. No, that's that. okay. I don't need to stop apologizing. Go ahead. Yeah, stop apologizing. Yeah. Um, that's what I was looking at. Yeah. So that's manifestation. I think so. AKA, in the words of name dropping again, Jennifer Pasteloff, making shit happen. Correct. (laughs) 
but it's it's the truth. You know, people say that all the time. What's manifestation mean? You're making shit happen. No, it is. And Jen is a power force in an example of that. Not just because um, she makes a lot of tremendous things happen, but because she's in service. Yeah. Like she really d- brings so many people along with her and gives them wings and is so generous with how she shows up in the world that I think that is one of the pieces that if you look to her as an example, she really shines at mm-hmm. like sharing and, and uplifting others. It's really kind of beautiful. Yeah. You'll all get to listen to her because she will be on the podcast very soon. Oh, good. We're just scheduling. <laughs> um, but yeah, and really quick before we, we jump off, because I do want you to let everyone know what is happening in your life, what's going on, sure. because I know you have some events happening and things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't manifest bad things upon people. No, that's actually really... Because people ask me sometimes, like, can I manifest it? Like, can I do bad things? You mean, like, are they asking permission? No, like, like just accidentally, like, have a bad thought and think that you've manifested something bad in someone's life. You can. But I don't think, like, it's like... I think if you're staying on... Like, if you're staying focused, I think you really have to put a lot of effort in oh. to try to bring <clears throat> ill will upon someone. Yes, but do you know that in different cultures, like giving the stink eye was actually an offense because they understood the power of thought. I know that's not where you were going with right, this, right. but I think people should hear that. Not because I'm afraid people are going to go do bad things, but like that's how powerful your thoughts oh, are. Well, they really are. They that's are really that powerful. we have powerful. Been, been stripped of. Totally. But no, I think if, if your focus is to do a great thing, you Right. Cannot... It's not like you're going to put someone down by you go. Right. No, you're not going to do Raising that. up. No, you're actually that's, going to raise up everyone around you. It's not how the universe works. There is, right. There's no linearity or lack that was constructed to keep us in our place. So yeah, you can't hurt anybody by manifesting. And in fact, I think I tell people sometimes that just because I think I, I can have difficulty with this, just choosing yourself and like, oh, this is how, this is the standard I want to have mm-hmm. can actually empower someone else that's watching that you may never know. Like, But they are like, I've been surprised when people are like, yeah, I noticed... When you change, like after Hawaii, you changed or like, or I read something and they'll tell me about it like a year or two later. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes think like, okay, one, that reminds me of one of my favorite sayings of the Tao, which is no act of kindness for an elder goes unseen. And in the Tao Te Ching, everything is our elder. The earth is our elder. The birds are our elder. So if you're looking for like, oh, no one saw what I did. Oh, that's another thing. This is such a great way to think of it. Name dropping. Uh, Damini. Salibre, Timini, I'm sorry, I think I mispronounced your name, has this amazing book about, um, which I'm blanking on the name right now, but just because I'm excited, but it's like paint your life or it's a phenomenal book because it brings art back to you in a way that's like childlike and fun. And in it, she says, you know, you're, you can make a painting for the elementals or you can make a painting or an offering to art like Andy Goldsworthy does and your ancestors will see it or the unseen will see it and if you look at all these hashtags about spirituality and all these incarnations like think about what was close to you and what's around you supporting you all the time like the tree that you don't pay attention to that you drive past but in the grass and i'm very big on that Mm -hmm. but i thought the idea that you could create something and be okay with knowing that the unseen was enough to to be the offering for i thought that was just an amazing i don't know i just got really excited about that because i think people right now with Instagram and followers and likes 
the quality of what you offer is only deemed acceptable if somebody else has witnessed it in the physical or given you uh, approval for it. And I think cultivating that idea that you could release something that somebody you don't know, maybe your neighbor notices that when you start walking, you feel better and you inspire them to do it. Or, you know, you clean up your yard and they clean up theirs and you might not ever know, but no act ever goes unnoticed. If you believe in any of the stuff we mm-hmm. said at the beginning of the podcast, that that can actually go into the field. And I think all joking aside about some of the things that we've said today, it's a tumultuous time right now for people. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of courage coming forth and there's a lot of trauma coming forth and there's a lot of opinions coming forth. And I think it's great that we're not going in into that in this moment because we don't really have the container to hold people in that. Mm-hmm. But I think to remind us that like there is an unseen, whatever you believe in, even if it's just the sun or the wind, that your efforts are somehow worthy, even if you think no one's watching. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where manifestation really comes from, that magic. So. So we'll leave it with that magic. But before we jump off, yes, because you just shared something today that that's happening. Tell us what do you what do you have going on? Oh well, I'm actually oh. pretty excited because I'm leaving here and I'm heading over to Lafayette Hill, and Teresa Conroy, who is an amazing yoga therapist, she is, she really is. <laughs> um, and she and I went to yoga on Maine. We need to get her training. on here. Yeah, I'll totally. T- I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was in yoga teacher training with her a long time ago, and she has really made yoga a service. I mean, she works with amazing populations and just, so I have renting, creating a healing room in her space in Lafayette Hill, and I'm seeing clients there starting this Sunday, and I'm going to go see her now and pick up the keys and start a new chapter, and that's very exciting. That's so exciting. Thank you for asking. Yes. And you also have a workshop soon coming to Yoga on Main? Yoga on Main on, um... November 4th, I'm doing a Lomi Lomi intensive, which is really cool. And because it's, you can tell my voice is getting all fast and excited. It's a one day long intensive, which means hands on. And if you're a body worker, you'll leave with routine. Mm -hmm. But what was really cool also is the last one that I did is um, two sets of couples came and people that were just curious and everybody learned something. Mm -hmm. Like whether you want to take care of someone else or if you're feeling right now that like you just need to feel a little bit more inside of yourself. You don't have to want to be working on a table to learn, not just from myself, but anyone that does body work. You can learn a lot, but we would love to see you at Yoga on Main on November 4th is our one day intensive. And then I have another one in Downingtown in January. And then in March, we have level one in Kauai, which you can follow me on Did Instagram. you hear that? Did you hear that? That's in Kauai. That's, that's Hawaii. That's an island. You can go practice and learn with Kate on an island. It's beautiful. I've been there. You should to- you should totally do that. Um, and you and Mira are doing some things as well. Totally, we are doing writing. Thank you so much. You're we'll welcome. Do- keep it um, short. We're doing writing and ritual, which is really fun. I think some people are like, what does that mean? We did a whole host of them before I was. Can I stop right there? Yeah. Is it boys and girls or boys girls, and girls only? No, no, boys totally and boys girls. and girls. And what it is is Mira has been a chant artist forever, mm-hmm. and I've been writing for a long time. And it's really fun in that we take writing, and then sometimes you excavate a little bit, and then we chant. Mm. And then we write again and we see 
the alchemy, what happens when you take the the purest form of the word, which is the bija mantras, the mm-hmm. sound, like you're talking about in Kundalini, and how your perspective changes. And we have really had amazing circles and people that have said like I don't write it's, you don't have to write they end yeah, up like, writing like I'm sitting here I'm like I would like to go but I I was literally just telling my friend like I I I, I don't want to say I hate writing but I just have such like a phobia of putting words on to paper can I tell you that we had somebody that was like I'm not going to write and I was like okay you can just um what did I say I don't want to make this up but she was like I can't I go I go you can just write one sentence and she wrote one sentence and we literally loved the sentence and she thought we were making it up and I explained to her why and it was like then she went to like three more things and loved it and it's mm-hmm. it's not about it's not about if you want to become a writer like right before we started this podcast I said something about Saraswati because mm-hmm. she is the throat chakra she's the inspired voice but it's also about like I think so often the word is creative power and a lot of us say I'm not a writer but what where were we silenced and told that we weren't writing correctly and let's get back to just having creative fun mm-hmm. so it's not about grammar you don't worry I don't talk about participles and <laughs> I don't even know what a participle is that's why I like saying that word what what is the date of the of it's this? October 25th which is a full moon oh. oh I know it's 7 to 9 it's um. so that's a Thursday also at Yoga on Main yeah, yeah. Writing, the writing and rituals at Yoga on Main um, we're doing it on the top yeah but it doesn't matter what floor we're doing it on, third floor. Right. And they can find all of this information on your website? Website and Facebook event. What's your website? Wisdomofone.com. Yes. That's me. Yeah, it's all there. Come. You should come. You'll just, you'll be coming. Apparently, I'll be there. There you go. If you want to hang out with me, come on. Come on to Yoga on Main with me. Um, anything else? I'm good. Are you good? Do you want to say anything? What do you have um, going on, Jolongo? On October, next weekend, October 13th. Yes. I'm doing a Kundalini workshop in New Jersey. Where? At Yoga House. Oh, nice. Yes. And Royal Fitness. I'm sure I'm messing up the word, but because I'm almost professional, you can go to my website now, jolongophotography.com, and click on events and find all of my events that I have going on. So instead of rambling about everything that's happening, go there. You can find all the information. You can even register for all the workshops right there through my website. Good job. Right? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Um, and I have some photography things happening all Wait, on the website. Don't you, but don't you, because it's fall. Oh my God, It is it's so fall. Beautiful. I'm doing fall mini sessions. Because it's a beautiful time down yeah. here. Oh. Yeah. And the yeah. Um So if, if, if you have been wanting to have me take your picture... Yeah, now's the time. Now is the time. It's going to be beautiful. It's very cost effective because there's it's a mini like session. Yeah, and there's nothing like having photos. Like, you don't ever get professional photos done and go, oh, I shouldn't have had that happen. Right. And a lot of times, I think people associate the amount of time with the value. But I think it was Picasso said, it took me 15 years to learn how to paint in 15 minutes. So beautiful. it's not really about the time, it's about the quality that you're getting and for 30 minutes i'm i'm pretty confident in my skills we can create some amazing images in i 30 have no minutes. doubt about that i've i've experienced that with you you've gotten amazing images fast because you know how to tap in and make people feel comfortable and that's what needs to happen maybe that's we'll it. talk about quality and 
charging and pricing and showing and how to make it work on our next podcast. Ah, that'd be great. Yeah, so send questions if you want to hear that. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you have some questions or thoughts that you would like Kate and I to discuss, because we'll be doing this randomly. Oh, totally. We keep it on going. And yeah, that's it. Thanks, Joey. Thank you.